Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Real spoilers powered by reviewstl.com. Warning, the following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example, Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. TalkSTL.com Real Spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from a radioactive bunker deep inside the bracket compound, this is Real Spoilers episode 336.5. Uh, if, you're, if you're asking yourself what in the hell that means, we're about to tell you. This is not a normal Real Spoilers where we talk about the movie of the week or the box office. We decided that it might be kind of neat in between the episodes to talk about the news, rumors, things that we used to talk about way back in the day but just don't have time for. So this is Kevin Brackett, and joining me is Joe Battisi. Hey, Joe. Hey, what's going on? Hey, not much. So uh, it's just two of us half, on this half one. Half of the Real Spoilers crew. <laughs> right? Halfway through the week, half of the crew. It makes that's sense. That's right. That's right. right? So, the other two have real jobs. Like, let's be, let's be serious. That's what... <laughs> That's the deal. Hey, don't let the magic uh, out, right? <laughs> <laughs> we're just professional podcasters. Yes, right? yeah. Are we? Because we're not getting paid. Oh, is that what? Yeah, pro- oh, that's, that, yeah. that's the distinction. <laughs> oh, oh, wait a minute. Professional wrestling, they get paid? I thought they just did uh, it for... Some, some of them very well. Some oh. of them not so well, depending <laughs> on what organization you work for. I thought it was just their love of the sport. <laughs> the sport, yeah. Is that... Yeah, that's, not- uh, Sports hmm. entertainment, Kevin. That's, uh... ah, so did, speaking of that, did you see what that porn star said? Have you seen this? <laughs> okay, well, welcome since to we're the getting, show. Since we're getting into it. Wow, no. She, what? So she, you know, Ronda Rousey's is the rumor is that she's making the jump. Is she's she's going to sign a deal? She's going to wrestle at WrestleMania. She's been training. That's documented. Okay. So this porn star Mia, I can't say her last name, uh, like dressed her down in a public forum about how wrestling is fake and she can't believe that Ronda Rousey is giving up her career for legitimate fighting into the uh, the world of professional wrestling. And she got destroyed on the internet. Uh, uh, completely destroyed and not in a fun way. Uh, yeah, I probably would not take on professional wrestling fans. And, no, you know, no, it's like taking on it's like taking on a Star Trek fan. Like, there's no point. Yeah, there's so many people out there that love wrestling. So whether or not you like it, if you don't, don't watch it. But there's a ton of people that yeah. really enjoy it, and people know that it's entertainment more than the sports aspect. But I yes. think also the main thing is like obviously you understand is people that really love it can also respect how much work and dedication goes into it. Those people are on the road. 
300 plus days a year beating up their bodies like yeah. if you those people are athletes and and talk about what about training and talk about oh. rehearsals and practices and uh and then there's the storyline aspect which i know yeah. a lot of people kind of compare it to soap operas in between all the it's wrestling a, it's but, a male soap opera it's but, like guys getting in the, hit in the head with chairs well they don't do that anymore because of concussions but. yeah but there's writers and there's stories it's it's a complex beast so you know people talk about well oh wrestling is fake but movies are fake too so what that? If somebody says uh <laughs> people are fake pro wrestling is real that's the that's one of them <laughs> that's somebody's t-shirt i think <laughs> there you go so anyway well uh before we get into what are the main topic is we want to talk about today the reason that we decided to do this was because uh, joe and i used to always like to talk about news what's going on in the world of entertainment rumors all that good stuff and we used to do another podcast for the website that i own review are, STL. are those even still up do those even still exist i don't i don't think so i because hope not that was that was way before we had our current host we now host on Acast. Before that, we were somewhere yeah. else, and it, you know everything's changed over. And I don't think I took the handful of episodes we had and and kept. They're not them. good, so don't go <laughs> look at them. But you know, it's kind of fun, though. I bet you, if we listen back to them, it would at least be good for a laugh, right? Yes, I think of, of yeah. It's almost like looking back at like your high school pictures. You're like, oh god. Yes, it would. What be, was I? Th- what was I thinking? Yes, three hundred and some odd podcasts ago, it would be <laughs> awful. But yeah. but the main thing is that we used to on the Review STL podcast. Not only would we do specialty episodes, instead of reviewing a movie, we would talk about something like best action movies or favorite director or whatever favorite genre. And so we would do these specialty episodes, and we would always start off with the news. And right. that's something that I know joe misses i miss it as well we just don't have time to do it on real spoilers so we thought why don't we take the best of both worlds and in between episodes of real spoilers if this is something that you guys actually want to listen to we can talk about some of the news and maybe talk about what we're watching just more of our personal stuff you know not not like we want to make 10 hour episodes but just uh <laughs> just to say hey joe what are you doing what movie did you just watch and then yeah talk about what's going on yeah i think uh you know as fast as news is breaking uh constantly from day to day uh, I think some of our listeners, some of you fine listeners out there, would wouldn't mind hearing what we think about certain things that are going on. Obviously, maybe not the uh, assault charges that are being filed every day, but maybe some of the of the lighter side of Hollywood, which nobody really gets to at this point because yeah. it's constantly like, oh, here comes another. The guy that did supersize me just came out and said he assaulted somebody. You know, I so, didn't read the article, but I just was scrolling past some other stuff, and I saw Morgan Spurlock. That's I'm, what his name is. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm part of the problem. I'm part of the problem. Yeah. Jeez. Another one bites the Another dust. one. So this isn't a political show. This isn't nope. a, a legal show. You nope. know, go over to the Legal Zoom podcast for that and <laughs> find out what you can do in your business dealings. But we're going to talk about movies, and, and uh, specifically today, we're going to talk about movie studios. Uh, yeah. Joe, I don't know if you've heard of this studio called Disney. Are you familiar with them? Uh, I believe, I mean, they were popular back in the 1930s. I know that. <laughs> I think that's a fair assessment of yeah. the word. <laughs> well, well, Mickey Mouse was invented in the 20s, Steamboat Willie. So. Is that right? Was that yeah. in the 20s? 20s. Where's Tom when you need him? I know, right? But no, yeah. I'm, I'll, I'll fill in as a minor oh, Disney good, historian. Good. Uh, you know, that's about as old as I get as Disney knowledge. But <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, Mickey Mouse has been around since the 20s. He's almost 100 okay. years old, which is just Man, crazy, crazy, right? So uh, this little studio named Disney, they, of course, bought up Marvel. They bought yep. up Lucasfilm. And those yep. deals were valued at around $4 billion. Is so, that right? Yep, four Is billion. They sold them both for each. So you know, about eight billion dollars okay. changing hands okay. there. So uh, what about Disney today? Officially announced as buying yeah. Fox for fifty-two billion dollars. Fifty-two point four. 
Oh, I'm sorry. Every, yeah, sorry. let's. I mean, if we're gonna do this, Kevin, let's be accurate. You, but, you know, honestly, you know. though, honestly, if I if I had to choose between making another 400 million or not, I would probably pay attention to that. So I apologize. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. But uh, this is a huge deal because, you know, not only are we talking about them buying up all these assets and owning some really huge movie properties, some really huge TV properties, but this of course means that they absorb those Marvel characters back in the fold. Finally, which is is huge. And so we're going to get into that, but I wanted to run down the press release real quick and just kind of tell you and the listeners what this actually means. So, so Disney announced this today officially that uh, the headline is the Walt Disney Company to acquire 21st Century Fox after spinoff of certain businesses, meaning the sports stuff, for $52.4 Oh, is that billion. the deal? Yeah. So Rupert Murdoch and the Fox people, they're going to keep the sports stuff. I think they have a revenue of somewhere around $8, 8500000000 dollars, which is okay. somewhere a profit around two, two and a half. So they're making big money. So they just decided, well, the sports is where we want to focus. They're going to do that stuff. Uh, but Disney... Disney is acquiring. So interesting. It is. That, it, I, I feel like that's such a, like, where ESPN only really covers three sports for the most part, like, they, they um, so they do football, obviously, because I think they, I think ESPN acquired the rights to Monday night football, um, basketball, and usually baseball. Fox, on the other hand, runs the gamut. They have baseball, uh, I don't, I don't know if they have – I don't pay attention to football. There's no football in our town anyway. Right. So for those of you listening outside of St. Louis. Um, but hockey for sure, golf, uh, I think they've signed – I think they're partners with the UFC. I'm almost positive that's right. Um, so where ESPN focuses on the big three, Fox goes across the board. So it's interesting that now Disney – owns the well disney owns one and fox refused to give disney the second like sports mecca i guess right well i mean that's the thing is that they still they still want to make money their board members their employees of course the 20th century fox and the television like those folks are going to have to transition over but the fox company uh, rupert murdoch and all those people over there they still want to own some kind of a businesses making money so i guess they didn't want to to give up the sports part which is still did they give up the news organizations too uh no i'm sure yeah disney's not buying fox news or anything (laughs) like that no (laughs) here's hoping yeah we just have mickey mouse on you know uh (laughs) Whatever that Bill O'Reilly show was. You know what I'm thinking is that uh, the Fox News now is just like, and now uh, the new Star Wars movie comes out in 364 <laughs> days. Uh, here's the and the countdown ticker is just until the, the next new, Star the Wars new, movie. They're counting down to the new director. <laughs> that's a- <laughs> breaking news that's, on Fox News. Yeah, that's all it is. <laughs> but you know, for people that maybe don't understand the whole business side of the television broadcasting, it's really interesting. So, do you realize how much money Disney makes from its uh, its television networks? No, it's crazy. So this year in 2017, uh, they brought in from all their media networks six point nine billion dollars. Holy guacamole. Is that right? Yes. Six point nine billion. Uh, you know how much they made from their parks, their Disney parks? No. Three point seven billion dollars. Their media accounts for almost double what all those huge theme parks that cost a hundred bucks a day to go to make. Man, oh man. Yes. So that's that's the deal. You want to know how much they made from movies? Uh in the for twenty seventeen? Yeah, I guess. Compared yeah. to seven million for media network, guess how much they made from movies? 
Uh, I'm gonna s- seven million or seven billion. Uh, this is in the billions. Uh, okay. Seven billion, uh, and this is and this is their profit. I'm talking about how much profit sure, they sure, made. Sure. They bring in more revenue, but profit wise, seven billion profit from media networks. What do they make from movies? Oh man, I'm gonna say twenty billion. Two point three. I like my number better. <laughs> but see, that's that's the thing. That's what's so crazy is that people don't realize, you know, we see the advertising for Star Wars and for Marvel and for the Avengers and Black Panther. We see all these huge movies. They make a billion dollars. It seems like such a huge deal, right? And it is. They make a lot of money, but their media networks make seven compared to a little over Man, two. That's so that's why it's such a huge deal to buy things up like Fox television, because you've got all that advertising revenue from all those shows that Fox has. So you've got the Simpsons, which is the longest right. running television show. You've got, of course, family guy. And, uh, and then I'm sure they own all the old stuff like Futurama. I mean, they're buying up the company Fox television. So yeah. Anything. So what's interesting is now, they don't like Disney doesn't really have to pay for mar- for marketing, right? So if they own the Fox network, if they own Disney, if they own ABC, right? They can run their their advertising basically for free. Isn't that interesting? For, yeah. Yeah, I mean like so I mean any Star Wars ad, Marvel ad, uh Disney film, any of that Disney any of that Disney property properties can run for free basically yeah. well, and people are going to pay them to advertise you know like Warner brothers is gonna have to pay disney to advertise during football games and things like that for you know as if the as if the dc movie stuff wasn't in trouble enough already (laughs) now they're gonna have to pay their competition to run ads for their movies that are gonna tank uh hey uh mickey is mickey there uh (laughs) like to place a commercial this is uh bruce wayne Uh, i'd like to yeah i mean it's crazy to think about that they do they own abc they own i do they still own freeform do you know which was abc family uh yeah i'm pretty sure they they still i mean that's part of this yeah because i think there's a there's a marvel show on freeform okay that makes sense then i think yeah. Well, well, so so they own ABC. They own Freeform, formerly ABC Family. They now are going to own Fox Television. They own the Disney Channel. They own Disney XD. They you know they own all those different sub channels they right. have. And so they don't own uh, NBC and they don't own CBS. But other than- do you think that's even in the realm of possibility? Like, do you think either one of those companies would even consider selling to Disney? Like, do you think Disney could afford it, or do you think? I, um, I I mean, I think uh, one of our listeners on the board said something about a congressional hearing. And I feel like if Disney were to go after either one of those, like that would trigger. Yeah, exactly. That's know. what I was thinking. So there are only I think it was Linnea Thunsell. Yeah. So there there are a lot of really big corporations that own a ton of smaller ones. So we just mentioned all of Disney's, which is the ABC's ESPN. Uh, then, of course, all their movie studio stuff. But you have like. Comcast Universal, which is huge, which is their television stuff, their film stuff, but right. but that's actually owned by GE, so they're not actually even the main company. It's, it's honestly, it's like a shell game. Like it honestly, is. that's what it is. Like you, if you think you like one company is not a, it's a, when they do the jump up as to who owns what it basically comes down to like five companies own the world it basically is. it is yeah. ge owns comcast nbc universal and focus features uh right. you have disney owning the abc's the espn's the fox now so do they get fox searchlight i wonder I yeah they do absolutely that's yeah that's okay. part of the studio side uh viacom is the mtv's the nick jr's bet country music Paraco- 
Paramount Pictures. I remember uh, when Viacom was a thing? Yeah, when MTV like, and Nick were huge. And Blockbuster. I think they owned Blockbuster at one point. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, they don't put them on this list anymore. Either. I don't know why. Block- I don't know why. That's it's weird. It's, not like, a- it's like they lost everything. <laughs> and then uh, WB, of course, uh, they own DC. They also own CNN, HBO, Time Warner. So they've got a, they're have got they the other really big one. And then uh, CBS owns Showtime, Smithsonian. Oh, NF- is that right? Yep, NFL.com, uh, 60 Minutes, and Jeopardy. So, Kisher. <laughs> why? Why did you throw that last Kisher one? Kisher wondering. Uh, you know, because uh, what is the owner of uh, <laughs> of Jeopardy? CBS. CBS. Uh, so the big companies here they own all these little sub ones. Now I don't think that. First of all, you're right. The the FCC would step in if they wanted to buy another. Or not huge... considering they just dismantled net neutrality in <laughs> I don't the last. I don't know, 30 um, minutes. Yeah, you know, we, we really don't have time to get into that, but rest in, rest in peace, the internet. Uh, that yeah, is goodbye. hopefully podcasts still are able to be streamed on your internet provider. If, yeah, if it's not, open. Yep, if not, I'm sure our uh, loyal fans will shell out the big bucks to, to get our episodes. You'll right? have to put a paywall up. <laughs> Uh, but but uh, the the thing is is that that would definitely uh, spark some interest with the FCC saying, hey, wait a minute. If you control right. – there's only five companies out there. If you take another one of those companies and you control their 10 things they own, I think that's when you're going to start getting into trouble. And then the other thing is those companies have shareholders, and they, they can't just go around selling like – Every company can't just go around selling. Like they want to make money, and you're always going to make more money in the long run if you have this successful product. Sure, you could make a quick buck by selling your stock off, and and you know the shareholders will get their money from that. But right. th- these companies, they want to their stock to go from a hundred to three hundred, and they want their share. Yeah, they don't want it to they, go up a couple bucks. Yeah, exactly. If if you know Disney in the last couple weeks, their stocks went up a few bucks because of this talk of the merger. Like. These companies eventually want their stock to go up three hundred dollars, and then if you own right. ten million dollars, then you have thirty million. You know, you, they want to make the big bucks. So I don't think that will happen. But no. he, here are a few other things that they acquired here before we get into the uh, comic book stuff, which is I sure. know what Joe is foaming Chomping at the mouth at the bit, yeah, man. to get to. Uh, but they are acquiring not only the film and the television studios, but that includes properties like X Men, Avatar, which. Avatar is a huge one because I think James Cameron's making 14 more movies right now. Does that sound right? <laughs> I think that sounds about right. Yeah. But last I heard was 20, but maybe they've, they've no, realized they, they overshot. They reeled it in. They reeled it in. Did they? So, and he also got the, he is now in sole possession of the Terminator. He is. So that isn't owned by, uh, that's, Fox. who is that? Is that universal? I guess he owns it now, though. There is no one, right? Uh, oh, so interesting. Now, interesting. maybe with his partnership with Disney, with Avatar, maybe he will take it and have whatever yeah. Fox or whatever they call this new company or uh, Disney Fox or, you know, like Disney Pixar. Sure. Maybe they'll keep Disney Fox. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, maybe. But uh, we could see it go there. Uh, another one, the TV stuff. Think about We mentioned The Simpsons. That's a huge yep. money that's a massive. That's a massive property. Gigantic. Uh, Family right. Guy is another one. Yep. Uh, think about all those uh, Seth MacFarlane shows. That's all now under the umbrella of Disney. What was that awful space show? Uh, oh, the- I think it, well, got, it got renewed. I think that no, it, uh, it did. Man, there's just there's just nothing nothing. They can't do anything. <laughs> but so so they're getting a lot of stuff now you might not know this but guess who the majority uh shareholder of hulu is now so yes i do know that okay uh only because i was in a conversation with uh my friend brian spath uh that now i guess they own 60 percent 
Yeah, so Fox was the majority shareholder. So Hulu, if you don't know, I think NBC, I feel like they're the ones that kind of really started it. And then all these other networks came on board and partnered up. So CBS owned part of it, Fox owned part of it. So I guess instead of licensing from all these different companies, they just said, hey, let's go and be partners. And uh, Fox was the majority uh, or had the most shares, I should say. And uh, with ABC Disney's stake and Fox's, they are now majority shareholders. So they can... I'm guessing pretty much make most of the decisions. And what if they eventually turn Hulu into? So that was my question. Yeah. Disney. Do they, does Hulu turn into, you know, we've talked about this Disney streaming service. Uh, Disney has announced it. There's, there's been no information on it other than they wanted to do it. Does Hulu become that streaming service? Well, so the only thing I don't know all the financials of Hulu, so that that's the only thing I don't know about as far as you know. There's so many companies involved. I don't know what the money is that looks like coming in for their subscriptions plus ads or whatever they sell on there. Um, I don't know if it would make sense for Disney to turn Hulu into it if they're still making a ton of money from it or what the le- like the legalities are of that. Right. But, but what if they take Hulu and they take that program and they say, "Hey, we've already got this awesome website," and they put a, a Disney skin on it. And boom, they've yeah. got this awesome technology that Hulu and everybody's invested in. And basically, they've paid for Disney to have this technology at their disposal. So I wonder, the, you know, I, did you did you watch Silicon Valley? Uh, I, I didn't uh, catch yeah. up to it, but it's so good. But so it is good. good. Anyway, there's a there's a plot line that I think runs throughout the second season about who owns uh, what type of uh, property. Right. So mm-hmm. the guys on that show, they create this. um Music compression, right? It's a compression system yeah. that is like unlike anything ever. But they're saying that like there's the idea that they may, the intellectual property of Pied Piper may have been created on a uh, a corporation's computer, right? right? Right. So that that corporation may own the intellectual property of Pied. So I'm curious when you get down to that level, as far as like. Uh, programs and things like that if disney could still say like this is you know when they lay a disney skin over the hulu platform right can somebody come back and say ah, da, 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 like that's my intellectual property like well, that setup is mine but i guess if you own 60 percent of a company you don't really get to make that claim anymore. Well, that's the thing. So I don't know. We're going to have to go over to our friends, the Legal Zoom podcast again uh, <laughs> to go actually tackle that. But that got a little nerdy. I didn't mean to go that. No, nerdy. no. But the, it's a good question. And the thing is, there's so many lawyers and so many contracts involved. I don't know the answer. But my guess is that if you are a majority owner of a company and you have your company wants to use something from it, you probably have a pretty good say in what happens. So uh, right. if not, if nothing else, at least you have influence or maybe you get a big discount on whatever so uh what does that see are still using dos oh my gosh i wonder (laughs) if that had anything to do with them going under no it was their off see there you go kevin (laughs) i stopped myself uh (laughs) it was their awful business practices oh the programs on the computer wasn't the problem it was the uh hiring the person who put you know hollywood video out of business and 7-eleven into bankruptcy to run your company Hmm, that's an interesting resume to hire someone for (laughs) (laughs) when we saw that guy we're just like oh my god we're done that's it game over uh 
Yeah, I know. That's what I was thinking today with the net neutrality repeal. Game over, yeah. man. Game over. Yeah. So those are the properties. It's a huge deal that uh, their film and television is going over to the House of Mouse. But uh, for the fans of all the superhero films and uh, for comic book lovers, Joe, one of the biggest yeah. biggest out there, this means that finally the X-Men, it means that all the mutants, uh, there's, there's Deadpool, you name it. There's so many properties that are finally coming home and could be a part of the MCU. So so why don't you yeah, tell it's, us it's what this massive. means? So uh, for those that don't know, back uh, in the late 90s, early 2000s, uh, Marvel was uh, in the pooper. They were struggling. They um, Most of their characters weren't characters you recognized anymore. Uh, Daredevil was wearing a suit of armor. Um, Captain America was – they did this Heroes Reborn thing where they kind of tried to – reboot their main characters but not all of them it was a big mess so what they started to do was sell off the main properties uh spider-man the x-men the incredible hulk the fantastic four all went instead of doing what they did now and built up their own studio they sold those properties off to other studios without really having any creative control over their properties. Now, it's you might say, oh my gosh, that was so stupid because look, now they can't use Spider-Man and they can't use X-Men yeah. and what a dumb move. But you have to remember that hindsight's twenty twenty. this company was going under. and They did what they had to do. And Stan had Lee had, was trying to create movies out of his properties yes. for well, I mean, decades. He was trying to create movies back in the 70s. Yeah, it's like, going that, on. That was always... Stan, as much as I... Uh, appreciate Stanley, and I think that dude is a a legend. He, I don't think his heart was ever in comics as much as it was in Hollywood. So he's kind of a businessman that that cleaned up the comics uh, over yes. there at uh, yeah. Marvel. But uh, he he was he saved Marvel comics. I mean, he did that. He did a backup. Or I, I think it was uh, it was either the the Fantastic Four or the Amazing Spider the Amazing Spider Man backup, but. His wife, who unfortunately passed away not too long ago, he was going to quit. He was going to walk away in the infamous story as she said, well, just do that one comic that you've wanted to do your entire life. If you're going to leave, do go out on that one. And that one comic, I'm almost positive, was Fantastic, Fantastic Four. One. It was. Yeah. And uh, then and that you know, book, if you there, if you haven't read that book, which was the un is the untold Marvel untold uh, the untold story of the Marvel of Marvel comics, amazing. They have so it's many people uh, from over the years that worked for Marvel, uh, and you get a really interesting uh, look at Stan Lee because we see Stan Lee as the wisecracking old man with the cameos, and yes, he created a lot of this stuff. He is so influential in comics, but you also get to hear what he's like as a boss, and it's very different it's than the public. He's a, persona. He's a, he's, yes. That is very – it's very different, very different. So, uh, you know, Marvel – the Marvel movies start in, in 1999 with Blade, not X-Men, Blade. Uh, love that movie. And, what's that? I love that movie. Blade's good. It's great. Blade 1 and 2 are awesome. Blade 3 is a little wonky because it's written by that hack David Goyer. But oh. that's neat. he actually wrote the first one too. Oh. But for whatever reason, he was less hacky then. Well, didn't he write the Nolan Batman movies too? He did. Yeah. Well, so, I I wonder how much Jonathan wrote. Those I mean, Nolan Batman. Movies. Yeah, definitely. He was a huge influence, obviously, and he's a great writer. Westworld's coming back in March 2018. So good. Such a great so show. good. But I mean, David Goyer had a pretty good career. It's just as <laughs> of as of late, I think that maybe he's getting blamed a lot for the newer DC stuff, which obviously is not doing him any favors. No, uh, I think he's I think he's involved. There's a new Superman 
prequel show coming to sci-fi. Not about Superman. No, no. Not about Jor-El, his father. Okay. But about his grandfather. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's it's called Krypton, and it has nothing to like. It's just a story. It's a show based on Krypton years upon years before it blows up. So and it's, that means no one will have powers. Correct. It'll be a drama. Uh, it like, will be like a, powers at all. Like a political, like, like, a, oh, we're trying to pass the blah, blah, blah act. Yeah, and the sounds awful. And then, uh, you know, I hope my son will grow up and be the chief science officer of this planet. <laughs> yeah, and, and I hope his son becomes the greatest <laughs> hero on Earth ever. Where's Earth? Nah, don't worry about it. Wow. He was very uh, clairvoyant. And <laughs> He's his, very intuitive. Jeez. <laughs> uh, but uh, that's interesting. Have we ever heard about Jarrell's dad in the comics? Or? No. Hell no. So this is no. just a thing they've made up. Basically. Yeah, okay. yeah. They, I, I mean, I'm sure there might be some comics out there that go into his history, but for the most part, I don't even think we've gone back past where Jor-El gets blown up. So, <laughs> so what you're telling me is these are the fake made-up stories. These aren't yes. the real-life made-up these stories. Are, no, these, these are, are non-canon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, interesting. Yeah, so, uh, you know, and Spider-Man took off, the X-Men took off, uh, the Hulk did not. Uh, Ghost Rider, um, the Fantastic Four, Blade. They had all of these properties that were just kind of floating around from studio to studio. Uh, and then Marvel decided to start making their own movies. And that's where we are today. And it's been a struggle. Uh, I think Marvel was forced to be super creative because they didn't have their big guns. They didn't have Spider-Man or uh, the Hulk or the X-Men who, I mean, I think to this day is still their number one selling book. Amazing Spider-Man might creep in there every once in a while, but the X-Men have consistently stayed at the top of their sales charts. Uh, even when they tried to get rid of the X-Men, uh, when they realized they weren't going to make, be able to make any money off the movies. Well, so think about this. So isn't it always what they say? The hungriest people are the ones that go out there and they, they get things done. So for example, the Harry Potter, JK Rowling, she was homeless and she yeah. wrote Harry Potter. And now she is worth billions upon billions. She owns a lot of the rights and, and is still a big shareholder of all the stuff they do in the parks. Of course, the movies books, you name it. Right. And so, right. And, and you just talk about, uh, Mark Zuckerberg being a kid that dropped out of college and making Facebook, Bill Gates, Steve jobs, all dropouts that, that just wanted to do this thing in their garage and made these huge systems. And, uh, you, you think about, uh, PayPal, Elon Musk, he, he slept in his office, uh, like, like he he hardly went home. He slept under his desk, created PayPal, and sold it for what a billion dollars to Yahoo. Oh, yeah. or, like it, that dude is that dude is set. Yes, as they say. So it's it's these hungry people that the ones that you know they they have to make do with what they have and that have this yearning to be bigger and to be successful. And so not that Marvel was. And not that the studio didn't have anything to start with, but they didn't own these big properties like X-Men and Spider-Man. No, they had the B-Squad. That's had, basically what it was. Like yeah. those, those characters were the B-Squad. As weird as that is to say now, but Captain America and Iron Man and Thor were the B-Squad of heroes. Right. Like they weren't people recognize them but they weren't as recognizable as wolverine or spider-man and so they took those characters that were not considered the huge sellers in the comic book industry they made movies out of them and uh, kudos john favreau for really yeah, setting the tone sure. with iron man uh, that guy kicked it off and and uh, just did amazing amazing work that iron man movie is still one of the best marvel it's one films. of the, it's, it's it's a perfect movie it like is. it's a perfect it's not just a superhero movie it's a perfect movie from start to finish i will fight anybody who says differently 
Um, it's fantastic. So look what they did. They turned things around, and here we are now with Avengers Infinity War with what? Are there supposed to be like 90 characters in it or something insane? Oh, yeah, I think it's like 78. Oh, my gosh. I think that was the number that I saw, but it's only going to get – well, we don't know what's going to happen. It could be down to seven come of, uh, Avengers 4. Right. But, well, you know – well, so let's the, let's get back to what we're talking about with Fox, though. So, so yeah. we know where we are now, but we we got there without some of these huge characters. So, who are some of the characters that are going to be reacquiring with this deal? So, obviously, we're going to get back the Fantastic Four. So that's uh, Mister Fantastic, Sue Storm, uh, Johnny Storm, originally played by Chris Evans, your current Captain America, and Ben Grimm, the Thing. Now, what that also includes is you get the Silver Surfer. Uh, I believe you'll get Galactus. I believe you will get uh, Annihilus, who is a cosmic thing. Uh, now, um, I think Namor or the Submariner is still technically owned by Universal, but th- I don't. So that character is like tied into the Fantastic Four somehow. So I don't really know what the legal standard or what the legal bearing is on that character. Okay. Um, Doctor Doom will come back. Uh, I'm not a huge Fantastic Four guy, but I like those are the well, like, so those are the main that's ones. A huge amount of them, though. And yeah, so what about yeah. X Men? So obviously, you'll get uh, all of the X Men. Every X Men the- character you've ever seen in the movies is now back under the Marvel banner. That obviously includes Wolverine. Uh, that includes Deadpool. That includes um, Apocalypse. Like all of those massive characters we've seen in all of these movies now come back into the fold uh in the marvel universe yeah storm all so i was wondering they've obviously made some television shows that have some of these characters yeah. uh but i mean they I haven't though like so the gifted show uh i think is all different it's all new characters okay um there's th- that show on freeform has some x-men characters in it what show is but that nobody I know i have no idea what that even is yeah i ah oh, dang it i can't remember what it's called it's not runaways right no because that's, that's on, on hulu. hulu okay but there's one on freeform I'm, maybe i'm wrong now maybe i'm thinking of runaways well now they own fx and the one with uh uh dan uh what's his Legion, yeah, that's now, yeah, and uh, Stevens, yeah, Fox owns yeah. FX, so they'll require so that, yeah, that. That is that is an X Men character. Um, it, it's it's interesting. So there's always been uh, this Avengers versus X Men comic that I think was by Walt Simonson, and they've done it recently. Like I guarantee you, that is going to happen. Everyone is. That's what everyone's talking about. It's, it's X Men. X Men versus Avengers. Like, how insane is that that we could actually see that now? Right. Right. So the question I have is though, is how do they bring them in? It's a great right? question because they've established their own universe, and and we there's been no talk of mutants whatsoever. Right. Ever. And look over on the Fox side where, yeah, you've got the Fantastic Four, which has failed a couple of times. Uh, you've got – I mean – Failed three times. Right. But the X-Men, uh, aside from Apocalypse, which still made money even though it wasn't that great, they've built up a pretty solid universe. And so do they just – I mean they've got a new movie that isn't even out yet. They've got two. They've got two new movies. So you're going to have X-Men Dark Phoenix mm-hmm. and then you're going to have that new Mutants movie. Oh, right, right. And then – It's basically a horror movie from the looks of it. But I mean that looks interesting enough. And Deadpool. So you've got three. Jeez, and so those are not a part of the MCU. They're already they're already filmed. Uh, I know that uh, Dark Phoenix is already in post production, so the entire yep. thing's filmed. That looks like garbage, but all right. 
<laughs> well, I'm I'm not a huge fan of the uh, Sansa Stark being Jean Grey. I'm just you know Sophie Turner doesn't all, do it for me. I'm all right with that. Like I liked her scene at the end of what was that? Our awful movie Apocalypse. Yeah, that was fine. But it's also just like it's it's the it's the DC problem where they're rushing it. Sure. Like you don't have to get to the Dark Phoenix in two movies. But what you, the problem they're going to run into is that so Dark Phoenix, this is going to come out in 2018, I think towards the end of the year. Oh, is that right? Yeah. And so or maybe okay. it's summer, but it's it's sometime mid to late 2018. And so they can't really start pulling those characters away if they have something else coming out. I think that'd be too confusing to have two simultaneous versions, right? Uh, it would be very confusing because <laughs> he'd be like, "Oh, this is the Fox, uh, uh, Dark Phoenix saga," but that's different than whatever is on this mutant TV show, which is different yeah. than the MCU version of Jean Grey. That's like, I just, I feel like their hands are kind of tied because they have to finish out what they've already have going on before they can transition it. And then the question is, do they borrow anything? Do they merge the universes? Do they scrap the I Fox think they stuff? Over. I think you let the Fox stuff go. Uh, and then you can start, you can announce your X-Men movie, whatever that is for 2019. But what about Deadpool? How can you scrap Deadpool, that? you let it go. You, uh, if they're smart, you don't touch Deadpool. Yeah. You let it be its thing. You can let it come out being rated R. I saw some more that it said it will likely be rated R. Well, it's like, you can't change that. The reason that movie worked as well as it did is because it was rated R. Sure. That movie does not work at PG-13. Yeah. I'm, it just won't. Uh, it will be a failure. So if they're smart – and that's the other question is you know, I, I, we, I messaged the group and said, does Touchstone still exist? And none of us think that it does. I don't think but so. But maybe, maybe there's a new imprint, a Marvel Max, if you will, where they can do rated R movies, rated R Marvel movies – that aren't attached to the MCU. They can still, you know, those characters can come into the MCU. That's fine. But their solo movies can be rated R. There are plenty of Blade, Ghost Rider, um, Deadpool. All of those characters benefit from being allowed to go dark and being allowed to be violent and sometimes go. The Punisher is a prime example, which just got renewed for season two. Uh, If you haven't seen that show, it's fantastic. I haven't watched it yet. It's great. It's th- probably my favorite since Daredevil. I thought he was good in uh, Daredevil season two. I just haven't he started was great. yet. He was great. Okay. It's super violent. Like it's if you are a reader of the Garth Ennis Punisher stuff, that's what this is, and it's balls out violence. You know what? I just watched it again last night though. Is The Crow so good? It is. Talk about a comic movie that's violent. That uh, yeah, definitely is. But it's such a good movie. Uh, you know, I was talking with Katie, my wife, about it. We were watching it, and the the aesthetic. I think you know who Katie is at this point. Well, and if they jump into the uh, three thirty six point five, you know, but that's a random place to start. But that's well, fine. hey, it's point five. That's intriguing. Maybe they think it's just point five, and they're like, "Whoa, that's true." They're like, "Oh man, these guys are just starting. They're <laughs> but, so they're so polished, right? Uh, yeah. they're, they're so knowledgeable too. Jeez, these guys are great." But we're watching it, and it really reminded us, and you know, of the nineteen eighty nine Batman aesthetic, like. Katie said, uh, yeah, I could see that. I mean, it is. It's that same kind of like late eighties, early nineties, the dark. So you've got uh, dark city, which was also directed by also direct- Alex Proyas. Proyas yeah. Yeah. Uh, but so you're talking about that. Who also directed that awful. God what was that Egypt. one that we did? Oh. Yeah. Woo! 
We don't talk about that. We don't <laughs> talk about that. Uh, he directed iRobot, which is probably his most commercial. That right? Yeah, that, uh, that wasn't bad. No, and it doesn't look like a Proyas movie, right? So no. we talked about the dark. Well, I guess Gods of Egypt doesn't either. But, no, it does uh, not. But definitely iRobot, very successful. That was the height of Will Smith's career. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, that, that movie, though, The Crow has that dark aesthetic. It's very similar to 89 Batman. And Katie said, oh, this could have been directed by a Tim Burton. And I'm like, yeah, it does look similar. It looks a little bit similar. It's not as um, it's Tim darker. Burton definitely has an aesthetic. Yeah, it's darker and it's not as detailed. Like the crow yes. didn't have the budget of Batman, no. so you no. know they've got Gotham City is pretty complex. Where the crow, I'm not trying to knock it. It looks great, but they used oh a lot no, of, it's de- it looks like a it looks like a miniature. Yeah, it's it is. They used uh, models. They used yeah. yeah. So it looks really good, but they didn't build the whole thing. Where for Batman, if you see that behind the scenes stuff, it's really cool. You see like a picture of Bob Kane sitting on a bench in, in Gotham, and they built that whole cityscape around the studio which was really neat yeah no that's i I think uh we'll see what this new one looks like yeah starring aquaman and and like you know i I know people are poo-pooing on it already but what you need to realize is the brandon lee alex proyas crow uh is definitely taken from the comics like it's everything uh you would want there but they there's a lot that they've changed and a lot that they've left out so what I don't know what the director's name of this new one is, but he's saying like we're not remaking that movie. I think it's Russell Crowe. Doing... What's that? Russell Crowe. It's Russell Crowe. Is that right? <laughs> I think it's Cameron. Is that Crow. how the oh that Cameron Crowe? That's what it should be. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, Cameron. Wait, is James Cameron? Making... No, no, no. <laughs> I would see that movie too, though. Like, give me a James Cameron Crowe movie. Five, that sounds amazing. Five hundred million dollar budget. <laughs> Like he actually built the Titanic and put it on a huge uh, water Correct. stage, right? Yeah. So like, and then he blew it up. Yeah, he's like, I'm he just gonna sure hit it with an iceberg. <laughs> I'm gonna build uh. an entire city just from scratch, <laughs> and I'm gonna have businesses. I'm gonna employ people around the city. And we're gonna actually have the city operating for a, f- a full five years beforehand, so it looks like it's lived. Yeah, in. and then we're just gonna knock it down. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think it's gonna be. If you've ever read the graphic novel, it's uh, a lot of the character, like the, that Sarah character is in the comic for maybe five pages okay you know what i mean so it's stuff like that where they've they've taken some liberties so i'm thinking this new version will be closer to the comic book version which is way darker did you know you... uh james obar donated almost all his money from the crown the, the 94 crow from the movie yeah he uh he said that he what? was he was friends he was friends with brandon lee from making the movie oh, sure, and he sure. said he didn't want to profit off of his friend's death and he uh he ended up donating most of it to charity he's a weird dude that james obar yeah we've met him yeah we've met him <laughs> we've got some yeah. stories <laughs> i think the word is uh are you gonna buy something oh my gosh that's uh, what i was uh yeah we yeah had, i am now <laughs> we had a nice conversation with the guy he was friendly we talked to him about the crow at the time jack houston was gonna be the crow right, and right. i i had interviewed jack houston and i'm like yeah i like the guy he's a good actor and he was really on board with it and then after we talked to him for a while he asked us if we were gonna buy something <laughs> <laughs> and I bought a sketchbook because I felt like a dick. Oh, <laughs> I was like, man. yeah, I guess. But uh, he saw. So he, I remember he. I had a. There was an image comic at one point that was based on that, and Todd McFarlane had drawn one of the covers, and I had him sign it, and he got pissed because McFarlane didn't draw the lips right. So he took a sharpie and drew the lips over the cover the way they were supposed to be drawn. <laughs> he was like, "Damn it, Todd!" And just kept drawing. I was like, "Oh, oh that's funny." 
thanks, buddy. So, uh, but yeah, so like they're getting all of the only major players they do not have the complete rights to at this point are I think it's the Hulk. I think there's some sort of universal deal uh, where he's not allowed to. Ha- they're not allowed to do a solo movie, right? Uh, and Spider Man. Uh, that's it. Everything else that they've sold off has come back into the fold. Uh, and to me, like this, this is a this could be the final nail in DC's coffin. If if they don't figure it out, whatever that may be, whether it's God forbid Flashpoint again, um, this is it. Like this is they are not going to be able to compete with Marvel. Uh, it here's your wrestling reference back when uh, the WWF at the time and the WCW were in uh, embroiled in the Monday Night War. I remember there was after it was all said and done, they interviewed a bunch of people and what the guys in the WWF said is we just kept our head down. We knew we had better uh, athletes and we had better stories, but they were just so hot, but we just kept plugging along and didn't worry about what they were doing. And then after a while, like, you know, we won. And that's kind of what DC needs to do is not worry about what Marvel is doing. Don't keep – there's no reason to try to catch up. Yeah, they, they need to innovate. They need to be their own thing. So instead of trying to be Marvel, they need to try to be DC and they, yeah. they need to figure out what that means. No, I agree what completely. What is a DC movie? Like, Nolan set the tone for Batman. I know that Batman's darker, but you knew what you were getting with a Nolan Batman movie. It was its own thing. They weren't They weren't going, oh, Batman looks like blah, blah, blah. Like, Nolan made it. He established it. Three movies looked the same. That was Batman. Yeah. And yep. DC is just like, okay, we want to be Avengers. And that's Well, not- it's not just that. It's the, They have this idea that the Nolan stuff is... Uh, like that's the end all be all it's all their characters and, right and it's like that's not the you know the the batman stuff could look like that but as we've said on real spoilers one of the things that sets marvel apart is none of their movies look the same yeah you know you have different creative teams on different movies and that's why it works and then when those characters show up in other movies you're like oh yeah like let's do that so uh, absolutely they need to they need to figure out how to establish their universe establish their characters outside of their version of the avengers which is this justice correct. league and correct. they need to make it work so that when they do come together just like marvel did from all the way waiting from 2008 with iron man and then what was it 2012 was the first avengers uh yeah. 2011 yeah, right. 2012 right. yeah. so they they had their movies one a year and they did their solo stuff and they came together and we were all like wow we love these characters we know their stories now look at them all together where dc on their second film was like let's put three of the biggest heroes together and right. and and you know four and, four heroes well we'll show oh, you aquaman yeah, we'll show well, you yeah. the flash but the wonder woman batman the trinity uh, if you will they 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 blew their wad on that and they didn't earn it and that's the biggest problem that was the problem is they they jumped they did one movie literally one movie and then they started to want to bring in their avengers and like we said marvel did four before we even got to avengers yeah it's crazy you know? uh so going back to the fox thing before we close yeah. this out so the funny thing is that you know they already owned Mar- uh, marvel which of course is owned by disney was at universal studios so right. the only park that could have marvel characters was universal 
or is Universal, I should say. So now that they bought Fox, they also own The Simpsons, and Universal Correct. has an entire Simpsons world. Oh. So, so Universal well, doesn't Disney, did Disney have Avatar? Uh, Disney owns Avatar, so now they now they own that where they were just I guess licensing it before. So they've got that in their parks. But it's just funny to think of that Universal on either sides. You have Universal Studios with Simpsons World owned by Disney. You have Universal Islands of Adventure with Marvel Land owned by Disney. Right, okay. So they're in a Universal park making Man. money, and uh, they have the Hulk too. I don't know, like you said, if Universal owns the rights to that. I guess. I, I I don't know. Like I'm almost positive that they are not allowed. Like as as far as the Hulk goes, to make a solo Hulk movie. It's weird. I without, wonder how, why they can keep putting him in so many movies. Like, because he because he's in with other Marvel characters. Yeah, that's. I think that's the key. That's the key. I think that's why Tony Stark shows up at the end of the Incredible Hulk. Gotcha. So so they you know can I mean? so they can right. somehow cross pollinate there and make it. For the legal reasons or something. Correct. Interesting. Correct. Well, this is a huge deal. This is massive. Deal. This is a historical deal. It's something like I want to say there's 62, 63 billion dollars worth of assets, and because yeah. Disney uh, took on their debt, there was like ten billion dollars in debt. So they bought is that right. Yes. Oh, so, okay. so they bought the company for fifty two point four billion in stock, but it's really a sixty billion dollar deal with with uh, the debt that they cancel out. So. It's just wow. crazy to think of that Disney is going to own not only the Disney stuff, of course, not only the Lucasfilm, not only the Marvel, but everything that Fox means that we've just talked about. It's yeah. it's unlike anything else. It's Animaniacs. <laughs> Tiny Toons. Isn't Animaniacs uh, Warner Brothers, though? No, I think it is. <laughs> But you know what? Disney's like, we want Animaniacs. We want it all. We're going to buy it all. Now, this is the only thing that I I wonder. I'm not talking about Time Warner. I'm not talking about NBC. I'm not talking about all that other stuff. But just DC. Is it possible someday, if DC keeps fledgling around, could Marvel and DC both be owned by Disney? And could they cross over? I honestly, I I don't think that that Warners would ever relinquish control of dc okay like because if they do that they're going to relinquish their comics right and i and i don't think that will ever happen is the because com- warner brothers doesn't have a franchise well do they? what do you mean like i mean they've got the godzilla stuff yeah that's the, i mean all right that's true <laughs> but they don't i mean i guess they have harry potter oh yeah totally but that's fantastic like, beast is the new franchise right uh, but they don't have anything else besides that to quote-unquote bank on well the question is justice league didn't make money they supposedly oh. lost 200 million dollars so good serves them right but the question is then: do they want to hold on to properties that they can't get right and lose money or would they rather sell it for multiple billions of dollars and, and make that money and raise their stock i honestly think with the addition of brian bendis we might be starting to see a shift of uh, marvel writers jumping ship uh, which could mean something for their film division. I, I'm speculating. That's complete speculation. But the fact that I think Bendis has been their broverlord, if you will. Um, well, he's not a broverlord. No, he's not. But I mean, he's been their top guy. He was their <laughs> top guy. Yeah. Uh, for a, like, he was on the Marvel Knights. That's where he started, and then he's turned that an Ultimate Spider-Man 
he was their top dog yeah. for a long, long time. You take that back. Uh, we do not want to say Michael Bendis is a broverlord. Brian Michael Bendis is not a broverlord. There's a very I'm specific. We know that Michael true. Bay. Michael Bay is the broverlord. Zack Snyder, Brett Ratner. They are under the broverlord, but Michael yes, Bay is correct. the head and only broverlord who commands <laughs> his his peons to do his bidding, and they, they report to him. So yes, we do want to clear yeah. all allegations. Yeah, a T-shirt from Real Spoilers coming at you in 2018. Yeah, they, hey, look out for t-shirts that's news you can't find anywhere else but on the point five episodes so you're getting the scoop right here all 12 of you that are listening hopefully we'll have them out by 28 (laughs) by the end of 2018 (laughs) so let's let's close this out there's one topic i want to discuss so we've talked about fox disney owns the world we it's going to be amazing so much to look forward to we just talked about dc we talked a little bit about batman so who Uh who do you want cast as batman now that we are pretty sure affleck is out Oh, we're not pretty sure. Affleck is out. Uh, that's uh, that's the word on the street. It's like he's going to yeah, be in he's Flash. Show up in Flashpoint, and then that's it. So, who's your I, new Batman? So, it depends on what bat what they're going to do, right? So, if they're going to go and keep with the idea of an older Batman, I dig the idea of John Hamm. I would. Lo- I think that's that's a cool idea of an older Batman. I would love it, but I just don't see them starting a franchise, he, a new trilogy. As with much him. as I love that dude, and yeah. People are just kind of like, I don't know if he could pull it off. Go watch Baby Driver. Like, oh, there is a degree of intensity that John Hamm delivers in that that could be pretty epic. Go watch Mad Men. He, John Hamm could. Yeah, so that's, to me, that's the Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you could like, the, I mean, especially I the Bruce Wayne say, alter ego, the, you know, the, uh, you know, party and drinking and, you know, the, the he would be a perfect public Bruce Wayne. Oh, absolutely. And uh, I think he has the physique, the build, the look to be Batman in that cowl, too. Uh, I could see. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, he's a little bit thin, but you could build that up in a suit. Yeah. Very easily. Um, Affleck's the same age and look how big Affleck is. So. Oh, that's true. But uh, OK, that's fair. Uh, I, you know, the, I, obviously I think I will always go with Jake Gyllenhaal. Okay. <laughs> I'll cast that guy as anything. Uh, the other name that I don't think gets tossed around a lot is Fastbender. Oh, interesting. I haven't heard anyone mention Fastbender for, yeah, for I think Batman. Fastbender could be really good. And then obviously, um, I'm kind of partial to Matt Blunt, Matt, uh, the guy from Burn Notice. Nope. The guy from, uh, Oh, Matthew Bomer. Matthew Bomer. Yeah, yeah, that's a uh, uh, not burn notice. Uh, the white white collar. White collar. Yeah, white yeah, collar. yeah, yeah. Um, I think that he would make a great Superman, and I could see him as Batman. I, I maybe Bruce yeah, Wayne. I mean, that, that's kind of like a long shot. Yeah, but uh, God, he'd who's be a good, Marvel character if who now is now who's now owned by Disney? <laughs> if you know what, if there was a new Superman, though, I would still say that guy would be a great Superman. John Krasinski. Oh, a Superman? Yeah. Really. Yeah, huh? That's interesting. Like he ha- his his look, he's he's got an interesting look. Okay. Um, it, I just watched uh, what was that movie where he is the he's in thirteen hours the Benghazi movie. Yeah, yeah. Like he was awesome in that. You know what? And that's a Michael Bay movie. People oh, don't so realize so that. Those painted game. Right. Well, yeah, I've talked about that one before on the show where it's it's not that it's a bad movie, but it's based on a true story. So I it, I find it hard to joke around about people that actually oh, sure. murdered someone. It's just yeah, that's it's a weird thing. <laughs> but Michael Bay uh, directed 13 hours and I left that movie going, wow, like he can still yeah. do it if he tries. If, he actually, if he's not yeah. being a complete hack. I I can see Krasinski in that. I, I think that Krasinski has a lot of potential. He's the new Jack Ryan, too, right? 
I'm looking forward to that show. I've seen some trailers for that. It looks pretty good. Okay. So Yeah, it looks interesting. Yeah, I think But yeah, I, I think overall I would say either uh Gyllenhaal, if they're going younger, uh would be my my or Fastbender. Okay. Like those are the two that I think would and Fastbender needs a hit. Yeah, that's you know? true. After it's like Fastbender is such a good actor, but it's like all the art house stuff. He's been so yep. fantastic, and he can't open a movie. Nope. Assassin's no, Creed, can't. The Snowman, uh, whatever. It's just like he's done a lot of art house stuff. We're even Twelve Years a Slave. He's not the he's not the main character, but I think he got the supporting actor nom or, uh, or uh, yeah. I think you're right. I, the guy is a fantastic actor, and when he sticks with the art house, he's so good. And, and I like him as Magneto too. I know that uh, his Magneto's really good. That third one was a little wonky because he didn't he wasn't given a lot to do. Uh, but he was good in the man that X Men First Class. That dude was untouchable. Oh my gosh, it's amazing! He's so good, the, the, He's so good. the guy's good, and I would love to see him get a franchise, get a movie that's well written, uh, I agree. well made. Uh, you know what? I still think I know this is a long shot. I know it will probably never happen. But what Christian about? <laughs> well, if if he comes back, if they back up the dump truck of money, it'd be great to see Christian Bale uh, say, "Hey, uh, Christopher Nolan, be the new Overlord, not Broverlord." No, Don't confuse those. no, no, because like. He's going to make everything look the same, and that's not – it's all going to have that Christopher Nolan aesthetic, and that's not what needs to happen. But he was dark you, for Batman, but he wasn't dark for everything. I mean he's made other movies that don't all look like Batman. I feel yeah, I guess that's He's true. a good enough filmmaker where I feel like he could do it. Uh, but what about Jonathan Nolan? He wrote the movies. And- oh, I'd be, I'd be on board with Jonathan Nolan and Jonathan. Like I'm – Five, sorry, like I'm a uh, freaking five. You made, so so far. made it so far. You made it so far without doing <laughs> so far. You mean it, it to direct it or to write it? To, to run it. I'm talking I about mean, the DC universe. Who's going to run or, it? Or even let him like keep your universes separate, right? So keep your bat stuff separate from your super stuff, yeah. from your, you know. But you can't. The end game is Justice League. That's Which is fine. You know. But then you get to Justice League and that's where all the fun happens. Yeah. You know, well, uh, I would love to see Jonathan Nolan. Wouldn't that be cool? Because it's like yeah. Christopher Nolan's too busy. Let him be producer. Let him put some money into it. Let Jonathan run it. He's done it with Westworld. He's done it with his wife, Lisa, there. Uh, they right. they have a great – that first season was incredible. I can't wait for the second season. Let him run the DC Just, stuff. That's a while, right? Is that next year? Uh, March. Oh, is that right? For the new one? Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm done with that. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's interesting. And then my the last one, which I know this is never going to happen, and he's the same age as Affleck and all those guys, but Idris Elba. He's got the look. He's got the size. He's got the, the, the James Bond demeanor that Bruce if Wayne shares. you think shares. the internet went crazy when they cast Wonder Woman, imagine if they cast a black dude as Batman. Man, it's, you know, we're almost in 2018 here. He would be here. great. He, he would be yeah. wonderful. But it would break the it literally would break the internet. Well, but like, with net neutrality repealed, I you know a couple comments might break the internet at this point. That's true. That's a good point. I'm just saying, I make him James Bond or make him Bruce Wayne. But the guy, or, how are John Stewart? Oh my gosh! I mean, it's such an obvious that's choice what needs to happen. It's like that's the yeah. It's so obvious. It, it's not even funny. If you're gonna put him in a role like that, where uh, you know he can jump jump over from the MCU, he's been Heimdall, which is a smaller role. I feel like he could easily get away from that. And, and oh, 
sure. And, for sure. You know, it's not like when we see Chris Evans, obviously he went from a worse movie to a better one, so it's okay. Yeah. But but it's like, if you, you can't go from being Captain America to being Batman. That just wouldn't work. But you can go from being Heimdall to a Green Lantern. I don't think there'd be any problem crossing over there. No, Heimdall. Heimdall, yeah. Not Heimdale. Ah, potato, Heimdall. Anyway, we would love to hear your picks. Maybe there's someone for Batman we haven't talked about uh, that that would be great. So you can, of course, yeah. uh, join the League of Show Shares on Facebook. Uh, we have a huge community there that's only growing bigger, and we love to talk about movies, television, uh, wrestling from time to time, you know? Yeah, like video, any and all. Yep, video games, you name it. So if it has to do with pop culture, entertainment, join the League of Show Shares, talk to us there, and we want to hear who you want to be Batman. And, of course, uh, there's a big movie coming out, so by the time is there, yeah, What's coming out? well, by the time this is posted, Star Wars: uh, The Last Jedi oh. is the big one. I, I'm, I guess I forgot to buy my tickets. <laughs> You better hurry that up I, about that, that I bought two months ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but uh, you're going to want to talk about that one, and that will be one of the next episodes coming up on Real Spoilers. So you have The Shape of Water, and you have Star yep. Wars to look forward to next week. That's so correct. I think we better wrap it up. Uh, Joe, why don't you tell everyone where you can be found on the internet? Yeah, you can follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts, B-U-T-T-S 21. And this is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. Of course, check out ReviewSTL.com that I mentioned earlier for the written reviews. And if you haven't gotten enough podcast action with the Real Spoilers feed, join Show Spoilers, where we talk about Game of Thrones and now Mr. Robot. The season finale for season three was just last night, so we're going to be recording our finale discussion very soon on that one. So the the fun never ends with the Real Spoilers Network. Yeah, we're, we're, we're always around. We are, so you can't shake us sometimes. You, uh, <laughs> but uh, we appreciate you listening and uh, joining us for this specialty .5 episode, and uh, we want to hear your feedback. We want to know if you would like to have us do more of these, and uh, if you do, we'd love to. we'd love to do some more. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, let us know and we will, since, you know, Kevin and I don't have real big boy jobs, uh, <laughs> we can record whenever we want. There you go. Exactly. So, yeah, it is not for lack of interest for the other two guys uh, not being on board. No, uh, not at all. They are working during the day and uh, I don't think their jobs would like it if they were like, hey, I have to go re- uh, record a movie news podcast. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I'll be right back. Yeah. So most likely, uh, if we continue to do these, it will be me and Joe recording them in between episodes so again let us know what you think but uh, until next time subscribe to real spoilers Uh, we'll have the shape of water episode and last jedi on soon and if you like what we're doing here we'll see you for the next point five sounds good all right take care thanks for listening see you guys thank you we're the cantina band if you have any requests shout them out play that same song all right same song here we go Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.